0: You are listening to the tri Transmissions.
1: Weekly Trek, Episode 4, Second Week of May, 2018. Welcome to Weekly Trek. Weekly Trek is a Tricorder Transmissions Podcast Network weekly show covering the news and current events in the Star Trek universe with rotating hosts from the Tricorder Transmissions Network. Each week, our hosts hand-select Trek news from around the internet and present them to you with our analysis. Think of it like the six o'clock news, but for Star Trek. So as we get started, I'm John, host of the Trek Profiles podcast part of the Tricorder Transmissions Network. And with me is the fabulous and amazing Heather Barker.
0: Hi there. I'm the lovely one of the hosts of Disco Trek and Shore Leave. And then I help run the network. So I'm kind of all over the place.
1: Heather, we've got news. We've got news. Doot, doot,
0: doot, doot. Breaking news. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so where shall we start? Let's, let's talk about... Quentin Tarantino. So, according to the news, Quentin Tarantino is working on a Star Trek pitch, and it looks like that there's scripts being made right now, and it looks like they're actually thinking about making that film uh, after the the next Star Trek four film or the the Kelvin Star Trek four film, so we'd have two films in production. They're almost doing like what they do in the Star Wars land, where they have all these movies happening uh, in production at the same time. And I think it's going to be really wild. Uh, but certainly, Quentin Tarantino is a very different point of view for Star Trek. I think I don't know what do you what do you think?
0: Oh the controversy. The controversy. So, I like, I'm a fan of his films, but I'm not a fan of him and what has come out about how he treats women. Um, there was an article, I think Uma Thurman talked about everything, which I just recommend people go read and um educate yourself on that. So, I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not the hugest fan of it happening, but at the same time, I've enjoyed his other films. I don't know that he needs to do Star Trek. I I'm trying to imagine what it's going to be and I hope it's a very toned down version of of what his films are. Um but I, I'm curious to see. I'm I I don't know. What do you, what are your thoughts?
1: Well, he certainly has an aesthetic that he's known for, and he certainly has a, a filmmaking point of view. I mean, he's certainly one of the directors that's in that uh, auteur school, you know, where it's sort of like the director is sort of the, you know, creative engine behind the whole enterprise. Right. And there's some film buffs who'd say that school doesn't really exist. But if it does exist, he's certainly in it. He has a very unique filmmaking style. And I just don't see that translating well into Star Trek. Star Trek has always been sort of high concept in a way. Yeah. And it just doesn't seem to match his aesthetic.
0: He did talk about City on the Edge of Forever being an influence and something that could be a good feature film, as well as yesterday's Enterprise. Um, So I I don't know if he would... Find a story like that and make it something bigger. I think there was a lot of focus on yesterday's enterprise and one of the articles that was out there. But at this point, I'm just waiting to see what actually happens. There's there's so much that, yeah, we're getting tidbits about, but it's still a long way um, to coming to fruition so I'll be waiting for more news and then I'll continue to form his opinion as I find out more.
1: <laughs> totally gotcha. Well, I'll be curious to see it. If it ever ends up uh, coming out, we'll, we'll have to go see it and make up our own minds. But yep. I certainly think he'll have a, a fresh take on things.
0: I think, yeah, and I think it will be interesting to see what the fan base does, because from what I've heard across the board, it's either I'm really into it or I will never go see that. Um, so you know, it's just Star Trek fan of being divisive as usual. But I think that people have a very good reason to not go see the film. Um, so uh, on that end, we'll see what happens, and we will report back the next time we have breaking Tarantino news.
1: Oh, but that was really well done. I, that was just <laughs> totally right on. Yeah, that's it. You're going to be on, you know, local channel news in, Des- in in Denver coming up.
0: Oh gosh!
1: Nice, nice. All right. Let's talk about this CBS Viacom merger. Uh, so by way of background, right, all of the Star Trek rights were in this entity called Paramount back in the day. And due to just the vagaries of, of, of businesses merging and splitting apart, the rights for Star Trek got divided into two. There were the film rights and then the TV streaming rights. So right now, as we speak. We've got those TV slash streaming rights in the CBS entity, and we have the film rights uh, currently with Viacom. So uh, if any of you fans out there really want to see like some kind of crossover between like Discovery and the Kelvin universe, mm-hmm. it's not possible to do right now because they exist legally as two completely separate things and they, they can't meet, right? It's like crossing the streams and Ghostbusters. Bad stuff will happen. But <laughs> amazingly, amazingly, the two firms are looking at uniting again which would bring all the rights together under one roof. And there's some business issues that they're trying to work out. Nothing really to do with Star Trek, but, you know, the two uh, CEOs are trying to figure out, like, who's going to be in charge and, you know, all that. And they each have their favorites that they want in certain jobs. And that's always a big deal with any kind of merger or acquisition. That's what's delaying things uh, right now as we speak. Uh, Heather, what would it mean to you to have all of Star Trek under one roof again?
0: Well, I think it would be great. Um, just, just to have it all in one place, and no more these people doing this and those people doing that. I think it'd be nice to have it under the great big house that Roddenberry built. However, um, and I'm very protective of Discovery and what the the vision that I have for Discovery. <laughs> and frankly, I don't like. I don't want to see Zachary Quinto as Spock in Discovery. I just it, it meant like it just does not make sense to me. I don't need to bring all the timelines together in that way. I know a lot of people were hoping for that or hoping to see Bruce, Bruce Greenwood as uh, Pike. And no, I'm very happy with Anson (laughs) Mount as Captain Pike. And I'm happy with, uh, you know, another casting for Spock or any of the other characters. So for me, I don't need to see that mixed. And it, it looks like even if they do merge eventually, like that's not going to be something that's, on the table immediately but maybe with the development of any new series or films we can see a mesh of things uh and in a way that will work
1: i've always felt for myself that star trek was just never feature film material uh just because of the way the premise of the whole show is you know it's about going out and exploring and it's about this anthology and it's about these little morality tales and all of that. And I, you know, well, you could certainly, they certainly did make some good movies out of it. I just felt that it's very best presence was in a TV show. And I'm glad to see it back that way for sure.
0: Yeah, I agree. But I would say even the TV show that we have isn't quite the Star Trek that we've known and loved for 50, what, almost 52 years now. It's, uh, it's evolved. And I, you know, I'm I'm eternally grateful for the J.J. Abrams universe, despite the qualms I have, because that's really what got me to go to STOV and turn into this ridiculous Trekkie that I am now. But, yeah, I think that the heart of Star Trek belongs on television and that the movies are icing on the cake for me.
1: I'm right yeah. there with you. <laughs> So speaking of Star Trek Discovery, season two is in production. It looked like there are some fabulous cakes and pies on display by none other than William Riker, Jonathan Frakes, who put up some pictures on social media about some of the eats and treats that they were having right as he got up there to begin uh, his uh, directing on some of the new episodes.
0: Yeah, we're going to need this for the Tricorder birthday party. <laughs> I need to contact <laughs> this Arlene Lott in Toronto and say, please, please. Uh, mail us some of these pies she did a cake i think um for the the wrap or yeah i think it was for the end of the season um and it was an amazing amazing cake and so now these the photos of these pies like i don't know that i could eat them they're beautiful
1: i know i don't think i could like just chomp into the port warp nacelle of the discovery or something. It just seems vaguely wrong to me somehow.
0: Oh man. Yeah, no, I think they're pretty cool. Um, and aside from the cakes, I know that I think yesterday or the day before Mr. Frakes also decided to tweet a picture of himself and his anxiety. Uh Marina was up there. She tweeted I think it it was a couple days ago, she tweeted that she was headed to Toronto and every Trekkie, uh, their ears perked up and they're like, what? Um, So I'm curious to see what happens there. I think, oh, who was it? Alex Perry or someone tweeted like, this is how rumors get started. Uh, (laughs) So I'm curious to see, would you want to see Marina in Discovery in some way?
1: I wouldn't have any problem with any of the existing, pre-existing Star Trek people doing something or other in Discovery, as long as it's not a a recast of something or trying to play themselves in some weird way. I I, I don't really go for that. But uh, if there's a part that that she's right for and they put her in, I I think it's great, Uh, as long as it just really is right. I I hate sort of the stunt casting and things like that, but if, if there's a part and she's right for it, go for it.
0: Did you like seeing Clint Howard? Loved it. You know, and we got teased that like very, very early on where someone said they saw him on set and I completely forgot about it. So when he showed up in the finale, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I liked his cameo. So if they do something similar where it's kind of like you don't expect it, especially if I completely forget about it, which I probably will by the time we get season two. Uh, I think it would be really, really cool. So I'm interested to see what happens with that. And I'm making a note to myself, contact this lady to get some Star Trek
1: pies. So we just talked about Discovery, which is our our newest incarnation of Star Trek and some of the things that are in development for the movies, but we also have to talk a little bit about the original incarnation of Star Trek, the original series. There's a really tragic story about Nichelle Nichols in the news. Uh, Apparently, her sons are moving to take uh, responsibility for decision-making for her, claiming that she has dementia and has been taken advantage of in some of her business dealings. Uh, really, an incredibly sad thing. Um, I'm not sh- sure there's much more to say about it. Uh, what do you think, Heather?
0: Uh, yeah, there's there's not a lot to say. I wanted to bring it up because, man, it's this is one of the things that I've just started wrestling with as as our as our TRS stars get older. <laughs> like Shatner, he may live forever. I whatever, but. Michelle, I think it's been pretty evident um, for those who have seen her on stage and seen her in person the past few years, like she's still done well, um, but I've definitely seen some signs here and there of of memory loss or, you know, just slowing down a little. And so this isn't unexpected news for me. Um, it, It is heartbreaking because at this point. Yeah, and number one, we don't want to see her be taken advantage of of all the people in the world to be taken advantage of. And this seems to be a common thing happening in Hollywood because there are reports of Stan Lee dealing with similar stuff. And then some of it he denied, but apparently some of it did happen. Um, so I, I think it's good of her family to try and protect her, but I'm, I know she was just at WonderCon, I believe. Um, I think William and Marty saw her there a month or so ago and I'm not sure if she is slated for STLV or not. Yes, she is. So I'm curious to see if she will be there Um, because if her dementia has advanced to this point, I just, I just question whether or not Three months from now, she's going to be able to handle a big convention like that. So if she does make it to that convention, go get your photo op and spend some time with her um, because it, you know, just depending, my grandfather has dementia and Alzheimer's and it can happen very quickly and it's just a really difficult thing. So I just advise everybody to spend some time with, with those people when you have the time. Um, so we'll keep everyone updated, but it's, it's tough. I hate, uh, it's just sad. You know, it's sad.
1: Not that it's our place to speak on behalf of all the fans, but we will presume that, uh, everyone's wishing her well and sending good thoughts her way and hoping for the best. Yes. And then finally, we have to take a, a wild turn in a completely different direction, Heather. Because we have this amazing sculpture that ThinkGeek is putting out of the Captain Picard face palm. Now, for anyone who is listening to this, you really should go to Think Geek and go to the page and put in Picard Face palm, and I'm sure it'll come right up and watch the YouTube video that's accompanying the that's on the page. It is absolutely something else. Really, really good. Heather, are you gonna buy one?
0: No, I honestly, I thought it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> I know that it wasn't April Fool's, but I was just like, really, really? Um, <clears throat> no, I don't have space for many collectibles at this point. I use that meme. I use the one that has like all of the different actors at some point, like many Star Trek actors have done the face palm. Um, And I'll use that from time to time. I'm not going to buy a bust of it, but I think that Shashank may be buying a bust of it, um, and I, I'm sure that many people will. $64.99 may or may not go in sale. Think you has a lot of sales. I don't know. Are you going to grab one?
1: A little bit spendy for me. Um, I, I've never been a collector, really, Heather. I, I have just a couple of ship models mm-hmm. and books, and that's really all I've bought. I, I've fortunately dodged all the bullets of spending all my quatlus on on very on sculptures and plates and action figures and all that so i i don't think it's for me yeah but i certainly can imagine that a lot of fans would like something like this
0: you know it's funny and we all know that meme so i i've i've seen a lot of positive reaction to it online uh, so you know we'll we'll see i'm curious to see it in person i don't know if um CheckCore has done a review of it yet or not. I think they may have, Um, but I'm curious to see it in person. I'm sure I can find one at STLV to check out.
1: Oh, yes. STLV. No, no. We should definitely talk about this. We have some STLV news that we are going to have some live music. Uh, And as we always do, so uh, Richard McGee will be back to conduct the Nevada Pops And uh, Michael Giacchino will also be there and is going to perform some of the music from the movies that he wrote. And we're also going to get some new discovery music, which seems really exciting.
0: Yep. I pretty much kind of lost it when I found out that Michael Giacchino was going to be there because he is probably one of my favorite living composers right now. His music is just, it's like in my blood now. It is my favorite, like the 2009 track soundtrack is my favorite, favorite music. And I listened to it to get pumped for STLV. So I've not yet bought my ticket to the gala, but um, it's looking more and more like I will be. Because having the music, it's composed by Jeff Russo, not Joe Russo, as creation reports on their webpage. So I'll send them an email so they can fix that. Um, but man, the discovery theme and then the two albums that have been released for discovery are just amazing. You can grab them on iTunes. I recommend everybody do that. Um, those, you know, it's the, the gal is included for pretty much every ticket, but the GA level, so it's not included for GA weekend or GA daily. So you have to buy the extra ticket for fifty bucks. I would say if you've never done it, this is the year to do it. Um, I, I, I get chills just thinking about listening to that music. So I'm excited. Are you going to go?
1: Well, I'm buying copper this year, so I already have uh, admission to that. So I, I will be going. Yeah, I start, you know, I only ever bought captain's chair and this is the first year I'm I'm stepping down because I, I realized I was just spending less and less and less time in the main theater. Um, and so I thought, well, why exactly am I doing this? So um, I'm saving a few Kwatlews and going for the, the copper this year. But that does include a ticket to this. Now, I have a point yeah. of clarification. You, you called it the gala, but I see it also listed as Nevada uh, the Nevada Pops Orchestra Star Trek Concert Live. Is, uh, are those the same thing?
0: It is. They They've just always call it the gala or gala, depending on how you
1: pronounce it. Well, that's going to do it for the news for this week. If you're enjoying our shows, please consider becoming a patron of the network by visiting patreon.com slash the Tricorder Transmissions. Becoming a patron of our network gets you early access to unedited episodes and some other goodies, which will be announced very shortly. So please keep your eye on our social media presence for that. And if you'd like to continue the conversation, you can visit us on Twitter at Weekly Trek and online at thetricordertransmissions.com. And if you want to tweet at me, you can find me at Trek Profiles on Twitter, and I'm the same way also on Facebook. And uh, you can also visit our website at trekprofiles.com.
0: All right. And I am L L A Posper on Twitter and Instagram, which is L-L-A-P-A-W-S-P-E-R. Um, And then Jeff and I and our great friend Jesse administrate the
1: unofficial Star Trek Las Vegas convention group on Facebook. We will be back next week with more Trek news from around the Trek universe. But until then, live long and prosper.